maintaining your professional development goals, even if you no longer have as much time available to do so as you may have had a year ago. From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for business aviation news. The ability to make the most of a difficult or challenging situation is certainly an important skill to have, as we all were reminded last year when COVID-19 disrupted normal business aviation flight operations. Many pilots, crew members, AMTs, schedulers and dispatchers, and others use that downtime to learn new skills or to brush up on subjects and knowledge useful in their current positions. And often that training included NBAA's roster of professional development program, or PDP, courses. Fortunately, flight activity has since largely returned to pre-pandemic levels, and that means any such free time we may have had is once again at a premium. But that doesn't mean we should stop seeking out opportunities to further hone our skills. You know, there's been such a large gap in activity for so many in our industry, me included, and we need to re-engage and to be more proactive to bring ourselves up to or basically exceed where we were before all this started. That was Chris Cannon, a business aviation pilot and CEO of Aviation Secure. He and my other guests today have developed PDP courses for NBAA on subjects ranging from aviation security considerations to enterprise risk management and how to build and lead effective teams. Lisa Archambeau, CAM, is Vice President, Facilitator, and Strategist for Service Elements International. Lisa, why do you feel it's important to make the time for professional development apart from our normal job duties? I liken this to uh, the story of a person asking the dentist, do I really have to brush my teeth? They're asking, is it really important? You know, why is it so important to do that? And the answer from the dentist, of course, is you only have to brush the ones you want to keep. So the implication is, is if you don't brush, you know, you're not likely to keep them. And the same thing is, is with professional development. If you don't develop your people, you're not likely to keep them. People come as individuals and, and they're sharing their most precious gift with you. They're sharing, you know, their efforts, their best efforts, their time. You're either going to meet them with challenges and growth opportunities and have them feeling valued, or they're just going to feel frustrated. People ask that all the time. Is it important to find the time and the resources for professional development? And the answer is absolutely. If you want them to feel valued and you don't want to lose them. Also joining me is Krista Hinckley, Counsel for Aviation and Other Forms of Transportation at the law firm of Fox Rothschild. I always believe that you can always learn more. I think my standard line is none of us are infallible, and um, it always helps to broaden our horizons and learn more things and uh, learn from other people. Other people may have different experiences that are relevant to what you do, uh, and we can certainly learn from that. We had some downtime. Hopefully people used it to not only bake bread, but also to maybe learn new skills in their chosen profession or maybe even look into a different profession. And I just think that should continue. Learning things is a lifelong experience and should be pursued. Rounding out our panel is David Norton, an attorney and partner at the law firm of Shackelford, Bowen, McKinley, and Norton, and the head of that firm's aviation practice. David says he learned the importance of finding opportunities to expand his skills and knowledge while flying in the military. That experience was so formative and really set the table for how I think of things in a lot of ways as a lawyer. And when I was flying, I was taught and learned and saw that if you want to be safe, then you have to keep coming back to the schoolhouse in various and sundry fashions. You have to be able to uh, 
come back and both review things that you already know, but will likely have forgotten and to learn new things as you progress. You know, I always tell people the most dangerous pilots are five hour pilots, 50 hour pilots, 500 hour pilots and 5,000 hour pilots. And that's because as you get more experienced, you tend to rest, rest on your laurels and perhaps get a little dangerous. And likewise, as you're gaining those milestones, as you're becoming more experienced, you're going to be afforded the opportunity to have more responsibility. And you need to be ready to meet that responsibility. That means you need to continue to stay plugged into professional development. David, what skills should we perhaps focus on as we transition back into the post-COVID environment? You know what? I think to some extent, there aren't new job skills. You still need all of the same job skills that you needed before. So wherever you are in the professional development, you still you still need to develop those. That being said, we're in a new environment as far as how we communicate by virtue of this podcast and Zoom calls and so forth. So to some extent, depending on what kind of aircraft management situation you're in, I would assume that you would need to be facile with or up to speed with those modes of communication. As these technologies change, you still need to be able to communicate with your customers, your your bosses, that kind of thing. Chris, what skills do you feel are most important right now? I think that as we're getting past this pandemic and moving forward, I believe it's really our job as managers to encourage the growth of our team, getting people back into the aviation game again, because there's been such a gap for a while. And our goal should really be to strengthen our team and, and help to grow the culture of our flight departments. One of the main job skills that we teach in our PDP, our security and awareness training course, is to be more security minded. In our PDP, you know, we'll train you how to identify uh, security weaknesses and vulnerabilities, both on the road and at home. So it's, it's dual purpose. Lisa, what do you think? Leadership, I think, is, is a strong one. And, and I know that's a broad category, but leadership actually has change a little bit in, in post-pandemic environment. It's just, there's a great deal of emotional intelligence required now. The whole, how does my mood affect others? And am I really checking in on the pulse of my teams? And that comes from leadership, creating and being the guardian of the culture and building teamwork and team communication. So I think leadership. The other thought is uh, on job skills is aeronautical decision-making. is just, I don't want to use the term rusty, but just kind of a lack of recency of experience we're hearing and we're seeing some accidents even result from that. So just aeronautical decision-making and the what goes into to checking with people and absolutely making sure that all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed. What else should we be focusing on as we return to more normal times, Krista? One of the things I think that we should all work on is communication and civility. I think this has been a trying time for everybody. And as charter operators, corporate operators, people of that nature, anyone using an airport and interacting with other people, I think communication is a key skill. We have to not engage in confrontational behavior and respect other people and other people's preferences for masks or not wearing masks. Now, obviously, with airports and in general, there's still a mask wearing mandate. But I think that kind of sensitivity is important. And then figuring out how to If you're in a business, make your customers feel comfortable that the right precautions are being taken and that you're still respecting CDC guidelines to the COVID virus, mainly because we're not out of the woods yet and we just need to continue being cautious. 
We'll have more in just a moment, but first, this word from NBAA. NBAA Flight Plan listeners, if you value the expertise you get from your weekly podcast, we've got a way for you to get answers from experts live. Our NBAA NewsHour webinars give you access to the best operational, legal, technical, and other guidance for business aviation. Participate today by visiting nbaa.org slash newshour. We're back now with Lisa Archambeau, Chris Cannon, David Norton, and Krista Hinckley, and our discussion of the importance of professional development, particularly as we come out of the COVID-19 crisis. Krista, we often speak of mapping out a defined course for our professional development. How important is it, in your opinion, to have such a plan, while also being flexible to new opportunities that may arise? I think it's incredibly important. I think most of us stumble into our careers and our life's work in many ways in a somewhat serendipitous fashion. I kind of stumbled into aviation and started work at American Airlines in the legal department, but then mapped out from that standpoint how I wanted to proceed at that time focusing on a career at American. But I took flight lessons. I took ground school. I mean, I never had any desire to be a pilot, but I wanted to understand the technology, the terminology, some of the issues that you face when you fly an aircraft. And I think I became a better aviation lawyer because of that. Life throws its curves all the time. And I think the ability to deal with those curves is what makes us resilient and enables us to move along. Lisa? I believe so strongly in a strategic plan. You know, you have career goals. And to me, the strategic plan is like having a GPS or using, you know, Waze or Google Maps or whatever. It's the how you get to where you want to be. So I think it's so important, you know, whether you're looking to become chief pilot or dispatch manager or line supervisor, whatever the the role is, I think having a a strategic plan and being really clear about your vision, you want to make the plan flexible. I think you want to make it dynamic because opportunities are going to show themselves that you didn't even know when you created the plan. So it needs to be a dynamic constantly evolving plan. But I think it also needs to be flexible. As you said, there may be some specific knowledge that comes up that you need. So you need to be able to to pivot and go take that training as you need it as well. You may get new opportunities that you never thought about and you want to be able to pursue that as well. So I think having a strategic plan is important, but I think also being flexible and open is equally important. David, what are your thoughts? I very much second what Lisa said. I agreed with all of her thoughts. Back to the analogy that I had in my former life as a military flyer, you know, they, they taught me very, very early on that you can't get in some place if you don't know where you're going. So you need to focus on your end goal. But the next thing you need to realize is I don't know of any one flight where it, I always went exactly as planned, both in the nature of flight and the nature of being in the aviation industry is that you're going to have things pop up that you did not expect. But you know what? If you have a plan to go back to, or if you have that baseline that gives you the right general direction, then you can deal with those interruptions much more easily than if you don't know where you're going in the first place. Chris, I'm sure you've also seen firsthand the importance of having a strategic plan, but one able to be adapted on the fly as needed. Oh, no, clearly. And there hasn't been one flight recently that I can remember where ATC hasn't said, are you clear to copy or reroute? And it's just something is always changing. Something's always developing. But then we also have to remember, too, that when we are on that plan is not to get discouraged when things change. 
but to keep moving forward. And no matter what space in the aviation industry that you're operating in, you should always decide where you're lacking and continue to, to strive to always improve yourself and take yourself to a higher level. Even if your plans change, even if you want to be a chief pilot, now you're going to be a DO or you're a captain or you're an SIC or wherever you operate, a maintenance arena or a dispatch arena. Make yourself stronger, make yourself better, make yourself more adaptable. And you can do this by taking a lot of the PDP offerings that MBAA offers. So, Chris, what are some other lessons that you've learned as you've charted your path in professional development that you'd like to share with listeners today? Well, you know, no matter how long you've been in the business, you can always learn something new. You can always meet somebody new. You can always have new ideas, new thoughts, change directions, and become bigger, badder, and stronger at what you're doing. Krista? Have a realistic viewpoint on what's happening around me, sort of the pilot's situational awareness, and then try to act rationally to whatever it was. And panic usually doesn't help. And I've been thrown in some pretty, oh, nasty situations. I was on the GO team for American for accidents. And you know, in those situations, overreacting or panicking would not have helped the process. So if you can funnel that adrenaline into a way that helps the situation and keep your situational awareness, I think those are the two biggest lessons I learned. Excellent advice. Lisa, what lessons have you picked up along the way? Consider your strengths, you know, play, play your strengths. You're always going to develop easier, more easily in, in the areas of your strengths. So it's not just necessarily I'm a scheduler, so I, I want to be chief scheduler. You may be absolutely enjoying something else and have innate talent somewhere else. So pursue your passion and your strength. And then also leverage mentors. I think there are so many amazing people in this industry. And so absolutely reach out to people. I find that people are so willing to help. And networking and mentors helps so much get you where you want to be. David, what advice would you like to leave us with? I'm a big believer in a couple things. One is if you think you know everything, that's the most dangerous. Um, you, <laughs> you, you need to go back and rethink that. So on any given subject, even when you're the acknowledged master or expert of it, you need to assume that there's something new you can learn every day. And you should try and learn something new every day and expand that outwardly to a broader spectrum of you should try and over the course of time, you should always look for new things. The second thing is surround yourself with people who are better than you in some form or fashion, not better as a better person, but maybe have more experience or background and seek to learn from them. And that's another good thing with these PDB courses is you're going to show up in a room with some really smart, very experienced people in a broad range of experiences and seek to learn what you can learn from them. And, and oh, by the way, don't assume that somebody needs gray hair in order to be the expert in something. Sometimes you can learn something from really smart people that are younger or perhaps in a sense less experienced than you. So look for what you can gain. The main thing is just if there's a day that goes by that I don't learn something, I don't realize that I was missing something, then that's probably not a good day. It wasn't a productive day. As I noted at the top of this podcast, all of my guests today have developed PDP courses to help us learn something and to have a productive day. You can learn more about their courses and NBAA's many other PDP offerings at nbaa.org PDP. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts in the App Store. Wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including by asking Alexa or another connected device, or download them from nbaa.org. 
I'm Rob Finfrock. Thanks for listening, and be sure to join us next time for a new episode of Flight Plan. Flight Plan.